Welcome to the Rip Talk. I'm going to guide you into another nice, relaxing meditation of sound and mind. I want you to take a deep breath in. And exhale. Let's take another deep breath in. And then exhale. Hopefully you are at a really comfortable position where you can close your eyes and follow my voice. I want us to go into a state of mind where you're able to visualize yourself in a apartment, a hotel room, somewhere where you can actually have a vacation or a staycation. Once there, notice you are feeling a bit uneasy. You might want to check your surroundings, lock your doors, and make sure you have top security. Today on The Rip Talk, we're going to be talking about murders, hotel rooms, and your safety. Hey, Jamie, what's up? Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm just, you know, doing the same thing. It's going to be my birthday on the 19th of February, so... Friday? Yeah. I'm um, going to be do you have any plans? 32. I thought you were going to say 22. Oh, do I look that age? <laughs> yeah, you're 32. You're going to have like a birthday dinner? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I am, you know, I think that we talked about this before, but it's like I have discovered I, what happens to me is this, I, I go through these old phases of candy that I really like, I eat a lot of, and then I'll be like, no good. And then I'll go to the next thing and I'll be like, no good. And now, but usually my, my, my wheelhouse is consistent of, um, hot tamales. Yeah. Good and plenty. I love, I love I like Mike and Ike's. Yeah. Uh, um, and I do, I do occasionally like frequent the nerd rope. Do you yeah. remember the Spice Girls lollipops? Yeah. You get them at, <laughs> you get them at Wet Seal. <laughs> you, <laughs> you get them at Wet Seal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Speaking of that, like all these department stores, like just like dumb ones, they have like the the candies and like that weird stuff that they sell. Hot Topic candies. Did you ever get into the, Hot Topic candies? Oh yeah, like the in the like, the vials. The uh, oh yeah, the be- oh those are good. And they were yeah. like they made your tongue black and shit. Yeah, and like anything. Like, you- like what was it? it? Was like colored like sugar like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what, it, yeah, major, yeah, major dye and made your mouth black, and you like are blue or something crazy. Like, I'm like, you were, yeah, like you would like eat it, and you're just like. <sighs> <laughs> so, 
Jamie, we have a new direction for the Rip Talk and we're really excited about it. We seem to already be getting some pretty good feedback on it. And yeah, uh, I'm pretty stoked. Um, 2021 is going to be a really good year for us. And I'm going to surprise for you. You have a surprise for me? Yep. Let me just cue in the surprise real quick. I'm just going to. Oh, my God. Hello, how Hello. are you? Hello, I am your LA angel reporting for duty. Rebecca Knox, the LA gumshoe. Wow, <laughs> it is so nice to have you on the show. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for dropping in from your cloud of cotton candy. What's the scoop on the streets? Uh, well, I hear nightly explosions, no joke, like <laughs> actual literal explosions. And I'm told that it's meth labs blowing up. Not even kidding. <laughs> this is just LA for you. Like, like, like you'll just be having like a nice time at home. And then all of a sudden you'll hear a massive explosion. And I'm constantly on my phone, like what's going on? <laughs> and Someone told me that sometimes it's meth labs. I don't know if that's true, but there are loud sounds here. That's so, pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really like, know. Has there been like any deaths? Like what does the news say on that? Uh, the news doesn't really report anything. So that's you know, why you are. I never see cops in LA ever. <laughs> they just, they're not there when you need them. So, you know, LA is just the city of sunshine. And the city of <laughs> angels and danger <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. yeah. um that's crazy mm-hmm. so what's going on with you guys same old same old same old and I think that on the topic of danger and mystery I heard that you had a couple stories to talk to us about your mystery and danger <laughs> yes Um, I actually do have firsthand experience with real LA danger. So uh, I currently live in Silver Lake, but before that I was living in the Hollywood Hills and I was in this house and it was beautiful, but kind of creepy. And I always felt uncomfortable uh, about being there, but I liked it, had a view, you could see the Hollywood sign. So I had a gut feeling to put in ring cameras all around the property and I did. And then Three days later, I it, I got a call from my landlord, like frantically, like six or eight calls in a row. It was like really early in the morning. And I finally called him back and he was like, Rebecca, you know, you have those ring lights. Can you please just check and see if there's anything uh, on there? Did, did you guys catch anything? What What's going on? So I looked on my phone and I, lo and behold, see a man with gardening gloves and a backpack and a hat coming through our back porch trying to hop the fence, hops the fence, and then three hours later, bolting. And what I found out is that was actually my next door neighbor. Uh, Her ex-boyfriend was, he had a, there was a restraining order and then he murdered her, which was extremely traumatic. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's real. Um, It's real. She, she was a beautiful woman in her thirties, like successful, sex therapist and he just showed up in the dark hid inside her home and then he threw her off of a ledge and that was that and I luckily was not home but the police 
said that thanks to these cameras that I installed, they caught him right away because they can identify his face. His face is on my phone. I have these videos on my phone um, and I have to go and speak at the trial <gasps> because I have this camera, this camera oh. stuff. I don't really know what, what they want me there for, but it's really, that was terrifying, terrifying. And I don't live yeah. there anymore. It was yeah. actually one year anniversary yesterday. Wow. That mm -hmm. is so horrible. Mm -hmm. That is horrible. And so do you feel like, okay, so a couple things. Why initially did you feel like you needed to get cameras? Like what made you feel like you were kind of spooked, you know, from Jump Street that you were like, so, you know, persistent on getting these cameras? I just had a gut feeling. Like it yeah. was a strong gut feeling. I just knew in my gut. I can't explain it further than that, but I felt it. I was like, this keeps popping up in my head. Like, I feel like this is something I need to do. And I just can't explain it further than that. Yeah. Like then I, they were put up and lo and behold, they really did do something good. I feel like that's like one of the most interesting things ever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have any kind of like run in with any of this before. And then like prior to this happening, like you just start getting this like really strong intuition of mm -hmm. I need to get these cameras and then yeah. you get them and you're able to essentially like solve a crime. Yeah. And that's what happened. And I mean, I wish, I don't know. I feel like he must've been watching for weeks. Like, like he knew when I wasn't. Out. Yeah, exactly. Wow. He knew that I wasn't home. Mm. And the thing is, is like he crept up right next to my, where my bedroom window was. Mm. So like this would, if I was home, it would have been so close, so close to me. Um, but yeah, he was definitely watching. And I guess, I don't know. I feel like it was like that sense. I'm very yeah. close. I, I have good intuition. I think sometimes <laughs> Not at all, but sometimes I do. <laughs> sometimes I make bad sure. decisions, but you know, I think we all do. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that is so insane. And do you feel like you kind of have other experiences where you are in touch with kind of like that other sense, like that sixth sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I was living in New York, uh, mm. I lived in a very old apartment building, uh, one of the earliest apartment buildings of its kind. Um, it's from like the 1910s and mm. I lived there alone. It was like, very, you know, tall ceilings, old chandeliers, bookshelves. It was my grandma's grandmother's place. So, you know, it passed down to us. And so I was living there alone and I always, always had a feeling like there was some ghost hanging around. Like, I always had this sense that there was just a presence and like there would be certain moments when I'd hear like creaks more than others. And, you know, like I would hear footsteps literally walking right behind me. And it's not the footsteps I heard from my neighbors upstairs because I know what that sounded like. Yeah. And I know what it sounded like downstairs. And then I knew what it felt like when someone was physically there walking. So it sounded like someone was actually next to me and I'd feel like a breeze behind me, nothing there. And of course, granted, I could also just be a little crazy <laughs> or it could be there. Uh -huh. So my friends and I had a seance to see what's up and that was this was th this is like your first seance you've done there right or were there like that's prior the only ones? time okay. that's the only time one time was enough it was terrifying I don't think I'm ever gonna do one again um 
we followed, like we looked online and we followed the, you know, guidelines to what you're supposed to do. We sat at a circular table. We had a pomegranate offering. And then, you know, it was four of us. We all held hands and we chanted and we had like one of my friends, Alexa, she uh, was kind of like the leader of mm-hmm. the ceremony. And so we all sat there and all of a sudden, I will never forget the room got so hot and like heavy. It was a heavy room and everyone started to hysterically cry at once, mm-hmm. which was bizarre. We were all hysterically crying and all of a sudden out of nowhere, uh, Andrew, my friend was sitting across from me. He felt, and so did I, a like cold bony grasp like this on my arm. I screamed. I jumped out of my chair. He did too across from me. We felt it at the same time. And that's when we kind of were like, okay, it's time to stop. This is not. Also, I'm the only one who's going to have to sleep here. You guys are all going home. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we did the ceremony thanking the spirit, saying goodbye, and then saged everything. But that was enough for me to like, to understand that I don't need to mess with that stuff. I'm very fascinated by it and I do believe in that, but I'm good. Yeah. Um, do you have like, after that happened, did you notice that you had a little bit more experiences there and are within your whole life? I, not your whole life, but like after that, did you feel like your day to day, like you were a little bit open, more open to things and I mean, yeah, I I guess I just was kind of more accepting of the presence that I already kind of knew was there. And I I do think it's an old man who just likes the company. Like he was just an old guy. (laughs) Yeah. Like I always got like this old man presence who just like honestly liked the company. Like, you know, sometimes my lights would go on and off like in a hello kind of sense. And I got electricians to check this shit out. You know, I, I did all my research, but sometimes it would just happen and I would just feel him there. And to be honest, I think he just really liked the company, you know, my friends and I are like, you know, wild and we'd like hang out and he'd be around. I felt him, but who knows, who knows, who knows what yeah. it was. Well, and this and, was like, a, okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it was like, you know, when you did the seance, there could have been a possibility that you were almost even tapping into other rooms and other apartments within that mm. building. So that maybe there was like a, a cumulative energy of all of these of all these different people that might have passed away from there I did not think of that but you know I just remembered a detail about this seance like when we were saying if you you know when my friend was like if you're here please make yourself known you know and I knew oh god you should have felt that room I mean it was a whole body chill situation um there was actually a tapping on the wall (gasps) Yes, yes, there was a tapping on the wall. And the thing is, it's crazy. It's like the three other people I was with, none of them knew each other prior to that night. Like I was the friend that invited my three random friends to dinner. And of course, you know, come to Rebecca's house. You're going to do something weird. So they were all game, but none of them knew each other. And it, so they all, we all have this like, you know, cumulative memory. That's just insane. And it was three knocks. It was three knocks. I remember very I that's, specifically. That's like, um, that is like a- A thing. A, a thing, yeah. The three knocks, like there's numbers. 
Um, and whoever, like if, if people out there who are listening to this, if you're into that kind of stuff and like know more about that, apparently I know, I know I don't, but it's like the, the amount of knocks means something. It's pretty wild. I feel like three is like evil, right? Isn't it like, you know, like at 3am the spirits come the out. The witching or- hour. Mm-hmm. Or at least, <laughs> I think it's at least the mocking of the Trinity. That's what it is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Look it up, baby. Look it oh, up. No. Google it. It's the mocking of the Trinity. 3 a.m. The witching oh. hour. The three knocks. You know how you have the three scratches when people get visited by any kind yep. of spirit. It is the mocking of the Trinity. One, two, three. I do know how to count. That is one thing I can do. <laughs> I can't read, nor can I really talk half the time, but I can count. Count from Sesame Street. That is me. <laughs> the count. I love that. He was my favorite. He's my favorite too. I love yeah, him. Yeah, he's great. Um, okay, so going that is whew. So going back, so was this a ho- was this an old? Uh, uh, was it always an apartment building? Was it a hotel at one point in time? Did it convert? You know what I'm saying to like it was an, always a, a um, yeah, it was always an apartment building, and it's like beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful architecture. The thing that I love, my parents still have it. So you know, hey, if you guys want to meet up in New York and try it again, yeah. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can conjure some fun stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just like high ceilings, big chandeliers, like very old New York. There's just an old, I feel like, you know, every single person who has walked into that apartment has always said, I feel something in the library because there's a library dining room area that is just my favorite room ever. Um, but in your old apartment always, or just yeah, in, okay. in the old apartment. And every single person who walks in, they always are like this room. And I was like, I, I know. This is the room where the tapping was too, the light switch. Mm. Like that's the room. I mean, it's beautiful. And I don't, I don't get a negative feeling there. Mm. It's not dark, but it's old. I lo- that's really nice and scary. <laughs> like, I, what I'm envisioning is like real, like dreamy, like it a dreamy. dreamy haunt, like a dreamy haunt. Mm-hmm. Like some candles, like the movie Ghost. That's a good, you know. Oh God! I <laughs> mean, the movie Ghost. <laughs> um, I, love that movie. I well, we all know I just recently watched that, and it definitely <laughs> took me on a dark turn. And I, I today I actually am seeing some light. Definitely, Wait, like, Whoopi doing... Goldberg's in that? I yep. yeah. And there's, I think that like her. I was character... literally just thinking about Whoopi, and then you said her name. <laughs> yeah, I love her. <laughs> she her character is so good at it oh i was just gonna say like i out of i go out of my way to watch movies that i know will make me hysterically cry sometimes oh yeah like artificial intelligence i will always fucking stop to that movie (laughs) (laughs) i love jude law's the prostitute robot gets my oh yeah (laughs) jude law i remember had such a big crush on him oh me too who's a fox is Mm -hmm. he a fox now Probably, yeah. I think once you think so? Fox, always a Fox. <laughs> Sometimes not, though. Yeah. Sometimes, but, no. I don't know. <laughs> like, Sometimes. Like, I still think Mick Jagger's hand. sexy. Just like really? the simple touch of holding a hand is like making me cry these days. 
the simple touch of a cold bony ghost. A oh yeah, yeah. That is so funny. I never want to feel that shit again. That oh, is scary. Stuff of nightmares. Like it was like it was like a touch. Like a, it wasn't like a touch. Like you feel like in real time, but it was like the idea of a touch. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to. Like, like an imprint like it was like, almost. Yes. Yes. I do have a story mm-hmm. about a bony touch. Um Please. my grandma <laughs> my grandma she lives in a older house and it's it's haunted. And um the room that she stays in now, it was my dad's room when he was growing up and he had always had um things happened to him, especially when he was sleeping, like he felt like something was on him and couldn't get off and moving forward now. My grandma's sleeping and her hands off the bed. And she often says that she wakes up to a bony hand, a tiny hand grabbing her her fingers. Um, she thinks like a it's a baby. demon. Yeah, she she's like they're demons attacking you. Do you know that that's when you are your most vulnerable is when you're sleeping, and so that's when a lot of things happen. A lot of people experience a lot of a lot of things, and mm-hmm. so um, during the time that she's sleeping, she often feels like something oh. grabs like a little a bony coldness. That's not Isn't nice. That fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, that's not nice. I I don't know. I mean, is this the grandma that you were saying, like, is very in tune with that? No, no. This grandma, she's very in tune. She's, she is um, really religious. Like, she was um, really into... I don't even know. She's she's a Christian now. She's like a born Mm -hmm. again Christian. She was a a strong Catholic, you know, in her younger days. And then she um, just kind of like went through the different phases, but she's really, really, really religious. Um, And she does a lot of like real like rebuking in her house of like some dark spirits all the time. Like she's totally aware of everything going on. I think sometimes when you are of like that spiritual caliber, like more gets thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, of, like, your awareness of, like, this, like, yep. you know, of this, like, darker side. You, um, can you do me a favor and tell me what your 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 sign is? Yeah. <laughs> I am a Taurus, sun, Scorpio moon, cancer rising. So, <clears throat> very uh, emotional. Very emotional. That's really just what everyone says. I'm just very emotional. But yeah, Same. I feel very connected to my Scorpio moon. So. Your moon is like really emotional, deep. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, and like witchy and witchy. Yeah. Which yeah. makes so much sense considering all of the things I'm into. And somehow the reality that I live in always tends to be a bit more on the spooky side. Like things happen. I happen to be the neighbor when murders happen. <sighs> you know, uh, it's just like, I don't know. I feel very connected to the the unknown. Yeah. My grandmother talks to me in my sleep all the time. I've had very strange experiences. So, like, you mean, like, are you awake when she talks to you, or like awake asleep? Like, I have this thing. Uh, what's it called? It's like uh, we were talking about this, Jamie. It's like you're sleeping, but there's like a dark figure. There's like a name for sleep it. Sleep paralysis. Um, sleep paralysis. I have. Yeah. That. 
So sometimes it used to be bad when I was living in LA. I mean, in New York, actually, in that apartment, I would be asleep, but I was awake. <clears throat> I was yep. actually awake, but I just couldn't open my eyes. And I couldn't move my body, but mm -hmm. I could hear voices in my room. Uh. So I remember lying in my bed and I'm very much so aware and awake and I can't open my eyes and I can't move my body. And there are voices around me. <sighs> so when, when you heard these voices, I'm only asking because like I've, I've heard things too. And like, when I'm like in that, like, that like in between like being asleep and awake. And when I would hear things, it was like, it sounded like it was right next to me, but mm -hmm. it was also like, it could sound like it was like maybe down the hall. So yes. it's like weird mixture of both of those. Isn't that scary? Yeah. It's like, I feel like it, that it, could it, be another dimension. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. for sure. And then it also so, sounds like it's in your head too, but also outside of, you know, yeah. It never felt like it was in my head, but I'd always, I, I heard it like it was, they were speaking next to my bed. Yeah. And then speaking like they're, someone's walking away and I hear the footsteps, but yes. I, they're, they're, but there is like, everything's happening in the room, but I can't move. That, that, mm. that is one of the scariest feelings. Did I you ever see really like those voices? Did you ever see those kinds of like, those like shadow people? Or... I never saw shadow people. No, it's more like the sound. But no, I've I've read about the uh, yeah. There's a there's a documentary about sleep paralysis and it nightmare spooky. is it the nightmare. I think that's I what think it's so, called. It's so scary. So scary. <laughs> mm. What I think is really what I think is really strange about that is that people from all around the world have had a, a collective experience and have seen the same types of entities. Yeah. All throughout the world without having any kind of communication back and forth of. So like, what, what is that? Yeah. What is that? You know. It's an unsolved mystery. It's like, yeah. it's so scary. This I, is going to be so nerdy though. Oh, talk, Jamie, say something. No, talk no, no. I'm just so like, nerdy. I've never experienced any <clears throat> kind of voices like that. Thank God. Horrible. Like in my sleep or I would be. I would be the voices coming to you guys because I'd be dead. <laughs> like I would have perished in my fucking sleep. God. Oh yeah. I mean, I actually like when that was, that was like bad for a while in New York. I like was always sleeping over at friends' houses because like it wouldn't happen if I was not at my apartment. So now I'm like, yeah, something's hmm, happening. At is that there a apartment. connection? Yeah. But it never felt like, I mean, in, I think that was just like a negative like thing that was coming through, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah. That is so, so scary. So I'm not to change a topic, but I um, was watching and I know that you, you, I just watched the documentary or I'm starting for the Cecil hotel mm -hmm. and how I just, I'm almost done with that and how crazy it is. And it's in your city. So do you want to give us a scoop? Well, I mean, I remember hearing about, you know, the, I remember, when this story broke. And I remember seeing this like video on YouTube of this girl in the elevator, you know, acting erratic. And then all of a sudden she's found in the water tower. I remember that memory so well, but then I didn't really ever know the details. Mm -hmm. And watching this documentary, it's just like, it's so creepy and it doesn't make sense. And they're trying to blame um, mental illness. Like she climbed in, but how did the door close? Like she couldn't have reached up and closed it uh, I don't know it's just like it's the un I mean that that whole that hotel is, is 
known for murders. I mean, the Night Stalker yep. also murdered there. And then, oh, also I saw like, I don't know where you are at in the documentary, Mark, but did you see that the movie, it's called Dark Water? Yeah. yeah. Parallels. Weird. It's very it weird. Like 10, 10 years prior, this movie came out about like, you know, a girl who dies in a water tank and then the water comes out brown and it's literally like almost the same story. Yeah. That gives me chills. Like, it's so scary. Like shit like this ruins me. It's so scary. It is yeah. horrifying. I don't, that's why I'm like the LAPD, they're like, eh, not really around. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, for example, like when after the, you know, the horrific, murder happened next door um the one of the detectives gave me his card and then I saw on the news not by because they called me or let me know the young woman alone next door I saw on the news that Gareth Pursehouse the murderer was let out on bail because his mom paid a million dollars so this guy's out again and I was like why the hell hasn't someone contacted me they've spoke to me they see who I am they see that I'm alone. Yeah. So I called them and I was like, excuse me, can you make sure to be watching over where I live? Because mm -hmm. he clearly was watching where I was as well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like pulling teeth. I think that uh, LA, we should do better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so scary. It's so scary. Yeah. The city of angels, actually the city of demons. <laughs> <Yeah>. Should we just... <laughs> Yeah. It's like such a high, low vibration there, I feel. Like Ooh, there's like some really, really high, beautiful energy. And then there's some like the darkest energy you could possibly imagine. It's both. It's both. And it's also in terms of the people you hang out with here. It's, yep. You know, you could either be in the dark, low vibrational energy. And that's kind of where I, you know, was. When I first moved here, I didn't really know a lot of people. And it was darker. Um, and now, luckily, I've like found some amazing friends and I feel like I'm in such a good place, but it's crazy how there's that dichotomy. It's really yeah. light and then really dark. Yeah. Both. Yeah. That is so true. I feel like every time I go there, I don't really like to stay. I'm not really a big LA person. So it's just like, I definitely got to get in and get out kind of deal. It's, it's definitely a, a vibe there. <laughs> it's a vibe. You have to really find the right yeah, the right place and the right friends. It's not easy to make friends here. Good friends. It took me two years and here I am. And I'm like, okay, cool. I have my fucking homies, but yeah, it can be scary. Yeah. 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 I don't want to go out the side of my house though. So <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to like really enjoy my own company during this time though. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, I, 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 there was a lot of self exploration that has that has occurred during this year, and so now I'm like, okay, I could like, I could just be alone and be okay with that. That's so I feel like you are a thriver right now. You're what doing do you so well, Mark. I mean, you really? are a soul cycler. Um, you ride miles and miles a day. Um, you do a lot yeah. of cooking. Um, you're doing you're finding out a lot of different substitutions to <laughs> candy. Um, I mean, you're really doing well. You're doing a lot of chair work. And I mean <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm I not. Mean, I'm literally doing the complete fucking opposite. I mean, it's, it's fine, but it's like I think you just gotta keep yourself busy during this time because 
we all have so much time on our hands and it's like you can either like like Idle Hands is the devil's playground. And Jamie, you're definitely playing with the dark magic right now. Well, LA Gumshoe, do you have anything else you want to report to us? No, that's all for now. Thank you for having me. Thank you so so much for popping in. Yeah. And this will not be the last time everyone Mm. sees our Gumshoe. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, it's Rebecca Knox, your LA angel from the Rip Talk. This is a friendly reminder to call our hotline. It's a modern day confessional experience. Ask us anything from dating advice to paranormal stories to questions or opinions on reality. You name it. Ask us anything at all, please. Leave us a voicemail, don't be shy. 646-801-9704. Please call us, we need to hear from you. 